Crosschoke, a TFL podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Zach Anderson. Each week, I'm joined by the one and only Dakota Rytan. We have combined experience in MMA, music, ministry, and food. We hope we add value to your day. Now, enjoy the show. He has 15 shots in it. <laughs> Good morning, y'all. What's up, brother? What's up, Zach? <laughs> you never greet me like, what up, Zach? Changing it up a little bit. Today. What's up, Coco Bear? What's up, hip? What's, oh, yeah, You're the hippo. Name. What's up, Eagle? Not a lot, man. Just Vin Diesel over here. I'm Groot, bro. <laughs> How you doing? Highest paid voice actor in the MCU. <laughs> I think uh, I think Rocket Raccoon. We talked oh, about this before. Right. I think he's like he made a ton in Endgame. Second highest paid. Is it still Vin Diesel when it's like Baby Groot? Yeah. Like what does he do? Uh, the world of technology and sound engineering will blow your mind. I am Groot. I mean, I could do that. I am Groot. Ooh, that was a good. <clears throat> <clears throat> We're here at uh, five a.m. again, huh? <clears throat> Feels like one a.m. though. What'd you say? 1 a.m.? <laughs> feels like 1 a.m. Oh. <laughs> Alright, it's really not that early, but... It... No, it's 7.30. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the whole uh, whole leap year thing, I could definitely tell it's brighter outside. <laughs> that whole extra day. What if we're just priming ourselves for daylight savings, which is Saturday? We lose an hour. Right? <sighs> like, like, it goes... Instead of it being seven twenty-eight, it would be eight twenty-eight, right? That's why we're doing a fun event at church on Sunday. What we're doing the oh, throwback yeah. day? Oh yeah, it's like eighties day. Because kind of like you know daylight savings, like we're kind of traveling in time. Oh, is it really? No. There's there's no way that that much thought <laughs> went into this event. <laughs> it did cross my mind. Cross joke, but yeah, but also it's like. Even though you're losing an hour, still come to church because it's going to be fun. True. Yeah. Yes. You have to get up early anyways. Yeah, but not to get up, like, extra early. Ah, that stinks. You know what that really means, ultimately? What? I have to cut back my gaming time at night. I know. That's, that's like, where, where the sacrifice comes <laughs> in, bro. <laughs> Last night we got up pretty early. Yeah. This episode of Crossstroke is brought to you by Next Generation Services. Next Generation Services is a great name and number to have saved in your phone. If you're looking for a trusted landscape company in Butte, then look no further. They offer many services ranging from decorative concrete curbing, tree trimming, snow removal, and all your landscaping needs. Always setting the standard for professionalism and always just one phone call away. Check them out at ButteLandscapers.com. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 10 of Crossstroke, a TFL ministry podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Zach Anderson. I'm joined by the ever bodacious <laughs> Dakota. Is that even a word? I think I just made that up. Bodacious. Almost sounds like a bad word. 
To me, it sounds like a good word. Let's get to the bottom of this. Um, Define bodacious. Oh, yeah. That's you. Have I used that before? Probably. Bodacious. Oh, it's bodacious. That's why it's not bodacious. <laughs> must be from Montana. It's bodacious, boy. Reminds me of Bill and Ted. Excellent adventure. Yeah. You They're ever coming out with another one. What? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's a th- they have two of them, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a third one coming out. What? Yeah, you don't know about that? No. Um, I don't know when it's supposed to come out, but Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure 3 or something. Bro, this coffee is strong. Okay, so I got Zach coffee this morning. I pull up to uh, Florence Coffee. There's a little plug for them. And uh, there's only one gal working the window. I didn't find this out, though, until I pulled up because I was like, sweet, there's only one car. I'm going to, like, get coffee and be on time and everything. And uh, 20 minutes later... She gets me this caramel macchiato, and she's like, hey, so uh, I think it comes with four shots. And I'm like, four shots and 20 ounces? All right, sounds yeah, good. Yeah, make it five. Zach will love it. Yeah, my first sip, I'm like, I'm awake. <laughs> it's like drinking life. So really excited for Bill and Ted's excellent adventure now. <laughs> Can't believe that's a thing. What's it named, the third one? Is it just Bill and Ted 3? Oh, okay. Dude, that's awesome. When is it supposed to come out? Um, this year. Okay. Oh, did you see they uh, postponed the new 007 movie? No, because I don't follow that. <laughs> that's like That was like big news. <clears throat> I liked... Uh, oh, what was that one? Uh, oh, I, the VeggieTale movie? <laughs> yeah. No, I can't remember the last... 007 movie that I remember. It's like, I think the last one was either Spectre. Yep, didn't see that one. Spectre, I don't know. This one's called No Time to Die. But anyways, it was supposed to come out like relatively soon. Mm-hmm. But they postponed it due to the old coronavirus. No way. Yeah, seven months. It's coming out in November. What bothers me is that this is such an epidemic. But I really feel like it's just media Dude, informed. I'm so glad you brought this up. Because it... Okay. We're not political. But I am. Here, but, okay, not on the podcast. <laughs> but here goes nothing. Not yet. <laughs> I saw a meme, a meme, that uh, it was saying, okay, you have more chance if you are going to testify against the Clintons of dying than you would from the coronavirus. <laughs> Anyways. That's true. But yeah, I think it's just super media driven. Because okay, I you did mean some... more chance of committing suicide, <laughs> intentional, <laughs> unintentional suicide. <laughs> um, but isn't it like it's a form of flu, in a way? It's just like a souped-up flu, isn't it? I really don't know the what it is. I mean, of course, I know like it's a big deal. Like people are getting it. People are really worried about it. Well, once I found out the stats on like who's been affected and the like the death rates i was pretty much like don't care dude more people died from the flu like years back remember like when i mean like 18 something like I mean, the flu was like even a big even deal. this year yeah the flu really is a big deal like right it affects old people and infants mm-hmm. 
pretty bad. Coronavirus, eh. It just sounds really Watch scary. me just eat my words and get <laughs> sick with the coronavirus. And if you're out there and have coronavirus, we're sorry. Hopefully you... Hopefully it's not a big deal. <laughs> we're just hating on the coronavirus. Just wash your hands. Ah, what a stupid virus. <laughs> People are out here dying. Uh, all right. Well, shall we open things up? Sure. Two items on our list. Uh, number one, Dakota, we are considering adjusting our upload schedule. Mm-hmm. So we would still record once every two weeks as we are doing now in season two but upload half an episode every week. So the question becomes, do you want one longer episode every other week mm-hmm. or one half episode every week? When we say half episode, we mean normal length. Yeah, but we would record the one episode yeah, yeah. and then like do part one, part two mm-hmm. of that episode. So like, do you want cross choke all the time or like one big punch every other week? Um, Really, we're asking you if you're listening to this, let us know. Yeah, yeah. So, like, either, you know, go to old tflministries.com forward slash podcast. We could start a poll. Ooh, there we go. On the website. Poll on the website. Poll on Instagram. Poll on yeah, Facebook. Yeah. Poll on Calculator. <laughs> Did you see stories are coming out for Calculator? I'm just kidding. That was, like, that was, I, a, that was a funny thing, I like, honestly a year ago. wouldn't have been surprised. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that in my face yeah, you're reaction. Like, really? <laughs> because... Okay, every app has stories now. Mm-hmm. There's this app I have uh, called Ultimate Guitar Chords. It's a really corny name, but it's been around for forever. And they have, like, any song you could ever need chords to for music, they have it. Hmm. They have stories, Zach. Oh, very cool. Dude, even YouTube has stories now. Have you seen that? Yeah, but I don't I don't have time to go to stories on every yeah, app. It's like, I don't, yeah, just give me my YouTube video. <laughs> Give me my uh, Gordon Ramsay video, stop man. playing ads at the end of YouTube videos. <laughs> oh, dude. Those ads are horrible. Doesn't so then, then then, YouTube hits you with their ads, too. It's like, you want to try YouTube Red? <laughs> no, I don't. You want to try YouTube Unlimited? No, it's free anyways. <laughs> oh, I, I, don't, I don't want this extra YouTube stuff. But I got to say, one of the, one of the uh, convenience, quality of life things, you know, Google owns YouTube or whatever. But when you search Google, you could go to videos, and it's YouTube videos. Like, I remember back when, you know, you'd get some random video, like Vimeo, and yeah. those pop up. You're like, I don't know this, you know? Right. At least you, there's a, you know, you could trust YouTube a little bit, for the ads at least. Oh, for sure. Uh, whenever I'm on my browser on a computer, you better believe I'm using ad blocker, though. Mm. I wish I had that on my phone. Yeah. But, uh. No YouTube ads for me, bro. Did I ever share with you, like, the crazy time the Indian people took over my computer? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, like, when they took over my Fortnite account? Dude, similar, but I welcomed them to. Oh, And what? then it was dumb. <laughs> okay, so my computer wasn't really quite working, and I just searched online for, like, I don't know what it was. It was when I was going to go do my internship overseas. And the guy, so I called, and... It was. It seemed legit, but these guys were scammers, dude. It was one of the biggest scams I've ever been caught in in my life. So, like, they took over my computer. You know what I mean? Like, like. Oh yeah. You know. You gave them permission. Give them permission to. So I was like, oh sure, yeah, go ahead. So. And what was your problem? I don't really remember. 
But it was like an Apple problem. It was something like that, and I and these guys seemed it was like legit thing, but he's like, "Oh, my name is Fred. I'm here to help you." I'm like, okay, but back then I didn't have a lot of common sense, you know. Um, well, like a year ago, or but yeah, yeah, it was like a couple hours back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so, anyways, this guy is supposed to do this stuff on my computer, and it ends up being this like super expensive thing, and it didn't fix what I wanted it to. And so I was furious and was like, I just got scammed, you know. But so I got all my money back and fought him with the bank, and it was this big dramatic deal. But all that to say, I got souped up, like, security stuff, zero ads. And, and my computer go. worked fine. He probably stole everything that I had. But, you know, <laughs> no wonder my credit's horrible, huh? No. Um, but just <laughs> So, anyways, that was kind of my fun scam story. It's almost like uh, Banana Split. Hey. Number two, Dakota. Hey, we just wanted to say a huge thank you to our guest speaker um, on our last podcast, Alex Sexton. It was literally a blast recording that episode. Um, we, you know, we were only up to like 2.30 in the morning. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. We were up really late recording that, and it was super fun. Um, I definitely want to have him back on the podcast sometime. Yeah, we had great feedback, too. And that was our fastest listened-to episode that we've ever had. Um, Probably because he's so popular. I guess, man. People people like him. He's so bodacious. <laughs> he is just a bodacious hunk of man. He's excellent and handsome. Yeah. <laughs> and attractive. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. That was it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just so throwing in other words. He's great. He's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so thank you, Alex, for being a part of Cross Joke and uh, always a great supporter. Cross Joke! We, you were, your band was kind of a screamo band, wasn't it? Eh. Like, we we it had was, some songs with scream in them. It was edgy. No. Well, maybe for you, for your taste in music. We were pop punk. What does that mean? Uh, like a day to remember. Oh, so kind of lightweight rock. Uh. <laughs> I really um. cracked myself up on that one. <laughs> also kind of rock. No, not really. <laughs> Pop punk is like, it's like, um, Gavi and Skillet put together. It's like a pop song. Like it's written like a pop song or a country song, mm. but it has he- heavy distorted guitars, but, uh, most of the time clean vocals. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, a day to remember. Oh yeah. Yeah. We sure. covered some of their songs. What does that mean? We did some of them at our shows. Oh, yeah. fight my like We helped him (laughs) (laughs) that would have been dope i love that band yeah dakota today's subject today's subject subject. a day to remember (laughs) pop punk music so we've we've intentionally not prepared that's true (laughs) like it was it was on purpose we're gonna see how this goes that doesn't mean check out right now Um, but we, okay, we kind of have an idea where this conversation could go. Oh, definitely. But we thought it would be a fun idea to not have such a set structure mm-hmm. in what we're going to talk about. Not have an agenda. Yeah. 
this is more Dakota coming through on the podcast today. Oh yeah. This is this is where you're supposed this to thrive. This is where I'm supposed to thrive. <laughs> now that is a good quote. That's a great quote. You know, we were talking about uh favorite quotes from the podcast. But whenever you try to like think of something like that, your brain immediately is like totally lost that folder. Sorry. Mm. Um but what was that? What was that one? Dan, day night. <laughs> that one is going to be hard. That's to that's like one of my favorites. <laughs> Day in, day night. And you know when you were like, this is where I'm supposed to thrive, that wasn't even – that was us making the promo video yeah. for our first episode because <laughs> we, we were just improv that it was, too. That was so funny though because I looked so disapp- – I looked utterly disappointed. <laughs> you were like, so upset. I can't believe myself. <laughs> where I'm supposed to thrive. <laughs> so here's going to be the question that will – arc our conversation and direct our conversation mm-hmm. maybe for maybe a minute or the entire time. I don't know. But Dakota, what is a cross choke? All right, I'm going to tell you what a cross choke is. Ready? I'm ready. Okay, a cross choke is when a pelican swoops down from the sky. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was amazing. You could have kept going. What happens after he swoops <clears throat> down? Um, Man, he swoops down, but uh, these trappers in Australia, uh, pelican beaks are super rare there, so um, they put like a big net, uh, but the net they have to use a cross as the beams to c- to catch it, and then uh, what it does is it gets wrapped up and kind of chokes out. Boom! Trappers got a great business going on. Cross choke. So what does the pelican represent? Oh, we're going deep now. <laughs> pelican represents uh, our hopes and dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the trapper? The trapper is the accuser. What's the net? The net is the internet. <laughs> All right, so the accuser uses the internet to crush and choke your hopes and dreams. That's right. <laughs> All right, thanks for joining us on this week <laughs> of Cross Choke. That was the dumbest thing I ever came up with in my life. I thought that was pretty good, bro. For For improv? There's one that Alex actually had us do. You know, it's like, it's kind of popular, I think. But it's like, hey, picture a cube. You know, how big is a cube? I, I don't exactly remember, but it was like, okay, picture a cube in your mind. Is it transparent? Is it not? Is it rough? It, you know, that kind of thing. Um, picture it in a field. Picture it with weather. What kind of weather? Like, all this thing. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he goes back through and says, okay, the block is, like, your potential. You know, or... Your character is it transparent? Is it not? Is it rough? Is you know that kind of thing? And what was yours? I, uh, I don't remember. Interesting. And then like he asks you to picture a flower, like I, I don't quite remember. I'll have to ask him. That'd know. be really fun because as soon as you said block, I imagined like a nine foot block, <laughs> transparent like glass. I think it was like your ego. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> My ego's huge, but transparent, (laughs) baby, like Donald Trump. (laughs) You know everything about me. Um, Yeah, yeah, but see, like, instantly, like, where does your mind go with that? Interesting. But it it should, it's, like, kind of like one of those things that describes you without you thinking about it. Um, Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever the heck you call that. Subconscious reading. You know what I call that? I was literally asking you because I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so many cliffhangers in this episode already like i'm like what does that mean okay i gotta make a comment how bright is that sky behind you i think it's finally spring dude if out. i didn't if i didn't know any better i'd say it's like 
130 out there. I, if I didn't know any better, I'd say it's like 70 degrees out there. It was like 19 this morning. How about the wind yesterday, bro? The Dude, we've had some crazy storms, actually, this past week. So I have this chimney. <laughs> uh, okay, not a real one, but okay. It used to be one, but you know, oh, the one it was like converted. Now it's just like venting. Yeah, right? yeah. But it's slowly been like caving in on one side. Oh. And so I was in the kitchen, and all of a sudden, I there's big tree outside, right? And I, I'm just waiting for the day when that tree just goes for it, right? So, but I hear this like rumble on the roof, and everything's falling on the ground. And I was like, I go, I bet it was the chimney. So I went outside when it was super windy, and there's like nine bricks in my sister. So my sister lives next door, right? And so there's like nine bricks on the ground, just crushed. And she has That's this little cocker crazy. spaniel. And and her name's Lily, and so she was over there just like, what the heck happened? She's like sniffing the bricks, like, where did these come from? <laughs> the sky is falling. So, but only like, if you were to look at the chimney, it was like a perfect circle fell out of it, like in the middle, only on one side. So it looks like you're getting up on the roof this week, huh? Ah, uh, yeah, that's what I do. I'm a roofer. Uh, uh, a mason. Mason. A roofer. Masonary? Roof. A, ma- a masonary. No, that sounds like I'm hired to kill somebody. No, I think you're right. A hired hand? Masonary? You know, we took out quite a few chimneys when I was Oh, yeah, you, you were the construction business. I was going to say when I was working for Santa Claus. <laughs> I was a really bad driver. <laughs> took out. You took him out. I took out one too many chimneys, man. So, Dakota, here's a question for you. Yeah, yeah. Talking about crouch choke, we could kind of talk about... So, here, here's how I figured we could kind of talk about this. Sure. Is... Cross choke is us. We are TFL. Nice drink, bro. Oh, I just spilled coffee all over myself. I don't even think it's coffee. That's just straight espresso. I just spilled espresso with a lot of sugar all over myself. <laughs> what is TFL? You know, we've talked about us quite a bit. And if, if you don't know about us, go back to host interviews part one, part two. Part two is still, like, one of our most listened to episodes. I listen to it every day. Maybe that's why. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, but TFL Ministries, okay, we haven't really talked about TFL. Sure. You know what I mean? The fight life. Um, kind of talked about it in host interviews, like, where did TFL come from? Mm-hmm. Uh, but what is TFL? What is the vision of it? Why does it exist as a ministry? What is its purpose? That kind of idea. So I wanted to kind of maybe talk about that, or we could kind of ask questions about TFL a little bit. And where would we play in to the middle of it? I just burped. Morning burp. Or is it like your one of those, thro- one of those like frog throat burps? Your, ba- your burp is saying good morning, y'all. Hey, morning, y'all. <laughs> First, can you, can you uh, describe to me a literal cross choke okay, yeah. in jiu-jitsu? Cross choke, uh, lapel. Okay, so you have your lapels. I'm using my hands here, going around my neck, <laughs> and then it makes a little cross in the front, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so what your objective is in a cross choke in BJJ is you feed both hands up like to their ears, and you're grabbing the lapels. So you're crossing your arms, and you're grabbing each side. Okay, then from there, it's kind of a funny technique with mm-hmm. your wrists. Pe- people have a hard time with it because – all I'm trying to do is make the space around your neck smaller. Like, that's a principle of right. a choke, which is self-explanatory, but you kind of forget that sometimes in the middle of technique. 
So all I'm trying to do is bring you closer, choke you with my wrists and your lapel that's around the back of your neck. Um, that's in a in a nutshell, kind of what a cross choke is. Here, here's a follow up question: Can you do a cross choke on someone no gi? And if so, do you have to grab them by the ears? I'm sure there's a way. Actually, no. <laughs> You're just like, do you just grab onto nothing? You're just like folding your hands in like a bird. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Dakota's doing that thing like, where you make like a butterfly make, with make your a butterfly, make a butterfly, and then pull in your wrists. Um, I'm sure you could figure it out. Uh, you could actually. We were talking about this. You'd actually do. Um, for those of you that know what a baseball choke is one of oh, my favorite uh, chokes i know what the sport baseball is yeah yeah there's a baseball choke from i like to hit it from neon belly but you could actually do that one nogi as well with kind of this funny you grab like your pinky and your ring finger with your thumb and index finger of your other hand Whoa. and it gives you this like mobility of your wrist like try it like so if you just grab your hand you don't have as much but i'll slide it in and grab thumb with your uh, in the with your ring finger and your in your pinky, no, no, not not your elbows, not your elbows. I feel like I'm playing baseball, <laughs> but with your wrists. Yeah, see that? Yeah, yeah. So it just gives you mobility there. So like, not a lot of gi chokes translate well to no gi, except for you know like your rear naked chokes, hence the name, sure. or like guillotines, stuff like that, triangle chokes. Whatever. For some reason, I thought guillotine was. Oh no, guillotine is uh, not a cross choke. What's the crucifix? Is another word for cross choke? No. 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 Crucifix is a position. There's a crucifix choke. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Um, crucifix is like when you literally make the person have their arms extended on both sides because oh. you're trapping one with your legs and you're trapping the other one with like your arm and your head. Uh, kind and of thing. How hard is it to wheel out the guillotine in the middle of a match? You know, we actually have an executioner for that. <laughs> he lives in the the closet, and he, he's just in there constantly sharpening his blade. <laughs> so, whenever we go over guillotines, we usually only have one volunteer to demonstrate. <laughs> <laughs> one a year or one a week? I mean, it depends on how much we want to learn. It's got to be bad. You know, if you want to be a good man. student, you just gotta <laughs> sign the waiver. <laughs> <laughs> just come on in so that's what a cross choke literally is yes i think we could get really spiritual on that sacrilegious like uh, like, like on your spiritual journey you want to uh grip onto christ as much as you can and pull him into you that's that's right until he submits to your will <laughs> <That's not what> <laughs> 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 that got sacrilegious real fast so, the the reason we named Cross Choke, Cross Choke, is we are talking a lot about martial arts. Mm-hmm. And as I look back, we haven't talked that much about martial arts at all. I mean, <laughs> okay, so the premise is, is fighters. That was, like, our heart since the beginning. But obviously, we wanted this uh, podcast to be open to any and everybody. So, um, like, just us being goofy and talking about like uh, topics that are relatable and whatever I think is a way for fighters to, cause not all fighters are the same no. either, but I, and just talking about different random subjects is a way for them to connect and uh, mm. 
Which comes into what is the fight life. Yeah. Because it's not just for fighters. Yeah, I mean, I've been there. and You know, it's not just for competitors. It's I'm not just for I'm the farthest thing from a fighter <laughs> on very true. Earth. I can't wait until you come back to jujitsu someday. I'll just wait until baby Nora's. I didn't know her name was Eleanor. Oh, really? Yeah, because when I, you know, like how at church we have those like little sticky name oh, tags. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I saw that on her back. I'm like, Eleanor. I'm like, and then I have to like look at her face. I'm like, are you Nora? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard because she, I mean, she grows up every week. She's yeah. a new person. She's a little charmer. Dude, she flirts with everybody. Dude, like we went when we went to lunch the other day. She had that waitress wrapped around her finger, man. I, I'm, I'm buying a shotgun this year, man. Yeah, I um, would. I, I buy two. I'll get one with you. Back off. Just. You want Uncle Zach to come over? So, but the fight life <laughs> is not just for fighters because where the the name was drawn from before I even knew it, but then it made sense later because it was one of those things that where I just was obedient to God because I, I get great ministry ideas in the shower. We all do. Like, like, okay, there's a person, and I think I've said this before. I don't know now. I'm going to say that a lot. Okay. If I've said this before, just whatever, <laughs> but there's, everybody has an idea in the shower. It's a person that gets out and writes it down. That does something about it. Right. Shower thoughts. Shower thoughts or those thoughts right before you go to bed. Those are like, that's when you change the world, man. Like, So I got the Fight Life name back years ago when I was in the shower. I'm just, and that's kind of when I pray, just clear my mind, you know. And that's when I was just dawned on me. But also the core values of what TFL is came in the shower. There you go. <laughs> so the verse um, in 1 Timothy 6.12 that says, fight the good fight for the true faith. Mm-hmm. We're all called to do that. We're yeah. all called to fight the good fight for the true faith. Yep. Like, no matter who you are, you are always fighting for something. Yep. You know, whether it's positive or negative. Yeah. But at the core root of the human soul are are a lot of common denominators that we look for in life yeah and that we're willing to fight for you know whether it be acceptance or purpose or value or i mean just fill in the blank those things that of course everybody wants that yeah you know meaning so you fight for that in different ways and you could fight for other things too like your marriage you know you Mm -hmm. fight for I don't know, Equality. popularity, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I mean, a political agenda, whatever. Like, we all have this this inner fight, this inner drive. I think it's a natural instinct. Uh, like, we're all born with, like, fight or flight, you know? Yeah. And I think um, the fight life really helps us understand uh, a healthy way to do that, not just, not just fight for something just to do it, but, like, per- give us purpose and focus in on, like, the values behind fighting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, matches well with fighters, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and so yeah, that's, yeah, so that's kind of where the, the direction and demographic and the field in which TFL exists for. But of course, it's way more beyond that. Mm-hmm. And so that's where where like this podcast comes in. That's where other avenues of ministry within TFL come in, like our small group ministry. Uh, but of course, we have a chaplaincy ministry, which is in development of kind of tooled that out a little bit to where uh, we have a chaplain at fight events representing Mm -hmm. TFL. But uh, it's even, it's not just, I'm with TFL, but it's, it's a person there ministering to fighters to 
serve, really. I mean, just to yeah. serve the fight promoter, to love people. And a chaplain's ministry, and I learned this when I was, um, you know, uh, applying for endorsement as a oh, chaplain, yeah. is a lot of a chaplain's ministry is presence. They call it a ministry of presence, just sure. being there. You know, like this, the, the guy that interviewed me was, was talking about how he was a chaplain for a prison. And he would go there every Wednesday. And it was like one of those prisons that has like five floors or something. And so oh, he wow. would go to each floor and say, chaplain here, if anybody wants to come talk. You oh, know, wow. And rarely would anybody come talk. Yeah. And so he, he made it a habit for like a long time to go like every Wednesday. And then, you know, other things came up. And so he, it started to get lower on, you know, the, the priorities. And so a couple weeks went by. And he got a phone phone call from the prison saying, "Hey, these guys really miss seeing you, and would like to oh, like wow. to have you come back." And specifically, it's like some guy on, th- on the third floor. And so he went, you know, did the thing. First floor, nobody. Second floor, nobody. Went went to third floor, nobody was coming. And I don't remember how it happened, but one guy came out and goes, "Man, we don't not that we didn't want to talk to you. We just want to know you're here." Oh wow, kind of thing. And and it kind of drove point. Or dro- drove the point home of like just being there, being light in the darkness. Yeah, just yeah, just a ministry of presence. You know, just being able to stand in the corner. That's awesome. You know, in the hospital. You know, whether you're standing outside the the warm up room at a fight event. Yeah. You know, just giving people comfort. Just being there is so much more than people understand. Right, which is well beyond a chaplain. Yeah. You know, just in ministry in general, and right. being a person that just loves people. What are so. some other examples of chaplains? Because when I think of chaplain, I think of, like, um, a like guy who hangs out with, like, a professional basketball team all day. And yeah. Like there's, there's So, like, they they have, like, sports chaplains. They have military chaplains, which is a big deal as well. Uh, there is nursing home chaplains. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's what's cool about the chaplaincy program within the Assemblies of God is it's, is it's meant to be – ministry where you are okay it's under kind of the, fluid that yeah way. under the chaplaincy umbrella it's more like you're a you're in a pastoral role for an organization is that kind of the thing yeah you can be hired by that organization as a chaplain if you have a specific endorsement which allows you to be hired as a chaplain oh wow or you could be a vol- volunteer chaplain or you could have an endorsement which lets you raise support as well that's cool yeah so like there's all kinds of they're really accommodating i mean just whatever you want to do with your ministry okay i want to be a chaplain for google incorporated dude dude there's the rodeo chaplains too that's another big one rodeo mm-hmm. oh i bet they i bet that's like a necessity right we need a chaplain this guy's gonna die <laughs> help help me get this uh, horn out of his chest <laughs> in short altogether, the tfl exists to answer the call of fighting the good fight for the true faith. And so a lot of our, like, uh, small group ministries, things like that where it's a lot more discipleship, you know, the, the discipleship uh, sphere of TFL really, uh, like, kind of breaks down this idea of knowing what our faith is and acting on it. I mean, that's all ministry should be that in a certain sphere. But, like, that's really kind of, I think, where TFL find its, finds its, like, uh, niche. You know, it was this idea of making disciples who make disciples. You mean to know Jesus and make him known. Right? <laughs> That's good. What uh, are 
like what are your core values in TFL? Surrender, focus, go. Those are the three. So yeah, what 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 defines a, per, a person who's living the fight life? Okay. And these were again an epiphany along with in the shower uh, in the shower <laughs> but along with you need a notebook like in the shower or something my you know like a like a, a little voice recorder it's a it's actually just a whiteboard a one big whiteboard <laughs> is the shower it just cleans your thoughts off after every shower yeah, you just gotta write quick <laughs> um but surrender focus go is how we answer the fight life you're called to live the fight life i'm called to live the fight life how do we do it we do it through the three core values of surrender, focus, go. And so surrender is our first fight we face. You know, in our relationship with God, we're always battling to have the reins, to have the to, to, to be the person in charge. Sure. But that's what God asks us for. You know, and only then do we begin to live the life that God has called us to live mm-hmm. is through surrender. And so that's kind of the first one. It implies a life of complete devotion you know, the true act of worship. God, I give you my heart. I give you my thoughts. Uh, everything is yours. So that's where it starts. So then from there, the focus part comes in. That's when the the rubber meets the road of our faith, really. Like, okay, I'm going to continue to go to God, the sanctification process. Uh, he has my eyes. Um, I need to grow in him. Mm-hmm. You know, that idea of uh, as the vine is to the branches, you know, so we are to God kind of idea to make fruit, that kind of idea. So surrender, we focus, and then we go, which has kind of a double side of it, like a two-sided coin with go. Oh, cool. Because go, you know, go into the world, make disciples of all nations, mm-hmm. you know, and it's important that that's last because a lot of the times we put that first, you know, and I realize yeah. everything's fluent, you know what I mean, with how, sure. with how the church works now, things like that, you know, people get exposed to the church, become part of the church, then get saved is typically how it works now, right? Yeah. But we need to make sure that we don't give somebody a burden that they're not meant to bear yet. Mm-hmm. So it's important that we get get well. That's how you fail. Yeah. So get get saved, get well, get healthy, then go. Mm-hmm. And that's a, a safe way to go about discipleship. But within this idea of after all this you know, we're, we're commissioned to go into the world, but also this idea of go has this idea of endurance Hmm. to keep going, you know, keep fighting the good fight for the true faith. It's not just a one-time thing. It's a constant thing. And so in order to have success in the fight, you need to train yourself in spiritual disciplines of surrendering, focusing and going. That's good. Yeah, those are sweet values because um, you can really apply that to specifically like what when you're training and fighting too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like, that, I that need to master these three things to do well in this fight. Yeah, like you need to surrender to your instructor. Mm-hmm. You need to focus constantly, and you need to keep going. You know, I think a lot of that has to do with uh, like having the mind of Christ too. Mm. How so? Like, <clears throat> well, first, like in fighting. Like, you need to be mentally in that state of fighting. You can't just let, like, anything affect you. Like, when we were at those fights with Anthony, I always revert mm. back to that because yeah, yeah. those are, like, the first fights I went to. That was so cool. <laughs> that was really cool. Um, but, like, like we were all really cautious. Like, don't, don't bring up something that's going to, like, upset. Oh, right. Like, not that he was going to, like, pop off, but yeah. just, like, Let's make sure he has the absolute best environment so that he can do well in this fight. 
And so I think a big part of that is uh, is his responsibility as the fighter to say, um, I'm in the zone, I'm focusing on this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also just like in everyday life, like we need to take every thought captive and just focus on like the important things in life and and uh, like disengage our mind with, with things that have no like real value. Mm. Like when That's a little true. thing pops up, just say like, no, I don't need to be focusing on that right now. Yeah. That takes a lot of discipline. It does. You know, not not to be a butterfly chaser. Oh, yeah, yeah. Every little thing, <laughs> run after it. Yeah. SpongeBob style. Right. That's so funny. I just, I pictured what you were, I think you and I had the same exact image <laughs> in our head when you said SpongeBob style. So that's kind of just a, a minor overview of, of what TFL is for in terms of its core values. And then each one of those core values can kind of break into pillars as well. Um, okay. Sub, you know, there's what, sub-points on yeah, each value. What, so how do we – what defines our surrender, what defines our focus, and what defines um, the going. Okay. So what, what are those pillars? So without going too in-depth, we could go – pretty pretty hardcore here but sure. um within surrender the three pill or the the pillar that makes that one up is abide character and the holy spirit those are the those are your your keys to success with living a surrendered life abiding of course being connected to god constantly always growing in him um the character of who you are continually letting that be transformed mm-hmm. and of course the holy spirit is the key to everything Right, but that kind of defines our surrender. Then the focus, accountability. Again, that is super, super important in your walk with God. Way more important because I neglected that for a long time in my life. Is is because I didn't think I needed it. Mm. You know how how ignorant is that, right? That's pride. So, yeah, yeah. Well, and and what was funny is I didn't quite know it until like I knew it. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> so, um, accountability is one of the biggest successors. Like success givers into your life mm-hmm. um discipleship and then rhythm of life and rhythm of life i have in there because you need time to not do anything yeah you, know, you need time to go take your kid sledding we talk about that a lot you know yeah it's that okay. is yeah it's okay taking rest is just as important as like going out and doing ministry mm-hmm. like you need rest mm-hmm. before you go out and do stuff yeah yeah, you can't burn the candle at both ends. And sometimes I think as Christians we feel bad for taking a rest. Like, oh, oh, I need to be doing something, you know. And in that book we talked about last week or last episode, uh, The Imperfect Pastor. Mm-hmm. And I posted this on my Instagram yesterday too. Was um, doing something else somewhere else is kind of an unsaid motto of our Christian faith. Mm. Like, what we're doing now isn't quite enough. I want to do big things for God, you know, rather than make the most of where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to go all out for ministry. Okay, well, what if the ministry that God wants you to go all out for is where you're at now? Yeah. You know, but we kind of have this unsettled nature of, like, I need to do more and big things. And, man, it's just listen to God and do yeah. what you're, like, do what do well what you're doing. Yeah. And that may be God's will for your life mm-hmm. rather than, you know, this big dramatic thing, although that might be it too, but no sure. calling is greater than another. Nope. You know, the guy spreading the gospel in India is has a no greater call than the guy in North Dakota 
called to the farmers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then that, that farmer's soul is no greater than the person in India who doesn't know Jesus either. Mm-hmm. You know, both are important. But within that whole idea is this, is this idea of don't be too hard on yourself with rest. It's so, yeah. so important. You know, manage your time. It's okay to be passionate about non-spiritual things too. You know, like if you're into cars, like, yeah. I mean, that's okay. Like, <laughs> you know, it doesn't have to be like, oh, I need to be reading my Bible right now <laughs> again, you know, or like all day. Like, oh, of course that's good. It won't hurt. Yeah. <laughs> but it, maybe it could. You know, if you're not, if you're neglecting just Your rhythm family. of life things and, you know, just normal stuff, yeah. it's okay. So that's one of the parts of focus. It helps us focus that's good. in the long run. Again, this, this idea, which goes right into endurance and going. If you're going to be in this for the long haul, you need to have a good rhythm of life. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's seasons where rhythm of life is just horrible. Is rhythm of life a pillar of go to or? Um, I think it was in, it's under focus. Because but it's it, kind of transitioning. I mean, again, any, 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 at any time, any of these could find themselves under any sure. pillar, right? <laughs> it's not like it has to be under there. But <laughs> And then undergo, of course, I have endurance, um, pioneering, because that's part of, I think, what TFL is specifically, is mm. it's a pioneering ministry. There's not a lot of ministries like it, so to speak, because, mm-hmm. I mean, there's, of course, there's people out there reaching competitors and fighters for yeah. Jesus. But in a lot of ways, it's plowing new ground. And we have to be able to do that well wherever you are in ministry. That's true. I think we've we've grown into the copy paste yep. too much in the church. No doubt. You know, of course, there's as soon as we see a church being successful, we want to duplicate what they're doing. Yep. It's like we have to embrace the struggle of finding what works. Yeah. You know, and of course, we could take ideas and just sure. like Alex said, he goes cheat and steal <laughs> and <Yeah>. fail <laughs> yeah you know there's there's a but i think the failing level, part but. is is the biggest key mm-hmm. like you need to take risks in your own ministry mm-hmm. and not just play it safe don't just do what other people are doing actually yeah. take risks and yeah think outside the box yeah and i think the fear of failure in that context makes us not want to fail in ministry because yeah. we want to just duplicate what else, somebody else is doing like we just want to go right to a su- su- successful ministry rather than have the failure and caring what our ministry people think. Yeah. You know, your congregation or your group of people that you're ministering to, let them see you fail. Mm-hmm. That's good. You know, how you react is going to be a testament yeah. to your character, which comes back to are you surrendered to God. Yeah. I think having the fear of failure is really opposing to uh, that third core value of go to. Mm. Like, if you let that encompass you and stop you, mm-hmm. I mean, there it is right there. It's going to stop <laughs> you from going. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Now, the um, so, yeah, under the third one, go is, yep, endurance, pioneering, and then apostolic function, Dakota. Oh, wow. There's really no other way to say that. <laughs> I, I thought a lot about it. But, you know, in understanding the truth that, that God wants everyone to have the opportunity to know him, uh, we must be apostolic-like. Oh, yeah, ministry. like an apostle. <laughs> So we've had this discussion before that <laughs> there was some guy on Facebook and his Facebook page was Apostle Jim. Or, <laughs> or whatever his Yeah, whatever. Is. Apostle David or I don't know what Apostle called Dakota. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's Apostle Dakota N. Abby. Oh, nice, man. <laughs> That's going to really tick you off. <laughs> There's no modern day apostles. Okay. Then how is Facebook say that? <laughs> 
<laughs> the apostle the apostle name is exclusive to those who are with Jesus. So if my name is Matthew, I can be an apostle. Well, maybe if your name was Saul, now it's Paul. I mean, maybe. <laughs> we can make the argument. But we, we are not modern-day apostles, but we can function like them. You know, in this idea that, that we are passionate about glorifying God through the lost being found. Right. That's, that's the name of the game. You know, without apostolic ministry, the gospel does not break new ground. Mm -hmm. So we have to have that, man, I'm going to be the tip of the spear going into the lost, going forward. And apostolic ministry is doing the pioneer work of taking the gospel to unreached people. So is that the definition uh, of that apostolic pillar? It means you're going to walk like Christ. Yeah. But how do you, but it's taking it one step further in the way that you're, you're going to places where other people haven't gone before. Is yes, that kind of it? That's that's exactly it. Okay. It's like I'm gonna bring the the gospel to where it isn't. Okay. You know, and like I forget the verse where Paul's like, I'd rather start fresh than build on somebody else's church. Or, oh, Man, and that goes back to uh, what we were just talking about too. Like, don't just copy what someone else is doing. Right. It's this this originality, this this uh, um, authenticity. You know, of course, we all take the same gospel. Yeah. But do it in the way in which God has gifted you to do so. Answer that. Because that's where true value is. That's where true joy is found is when you are doing what you're meant to do, mm-hmm. not what somebody else is doing. There you go. That's good. QVCA, bro. <laughs> so under our podcast uh, meeting when way back when, we were talking about cross choke and what is our, our goal for cross choke and mm-hmm. some of the – guidelines you know yeah and one of them was qvca yep. do you remember what those are yeah uh i remember most of them okay quality value consistency and authenticity i was gonna say it no i'm just kidding i, I, <laughs> no, I was struggling <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that that comes back to this idea of apostolic ministry apostolic function we should have some uh cross choke core values i mean those could be our core yeah values. yeah what, and mean, we could make some pillars. Dude, we could like make a coliseum. <laughs> <laughs> a coliseum. All all it's full of is uh, our quotes. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! It's almost tore down all the pillars. Oh, right there. So that's kind of a rough draft of the backbone of TFL and then the ministries in which TFL is involved in is kind of changing all the time, Mm -hmm. but we want to bring this to the core of what TFL is. If you're within TFL or representing TFL or hearing what we're saying, it all should come back to this funnel of surrender, focus, go answer the fight, you know, for the true faith, do that through the pillars. And then the ministries, once we go forward, come into this idea of a five-fold method bro so here i'm gonna we're gonna just keep going i like it a five-fold method in which we move forward to surrender to focus to go to answer the call that kind of thing these are like the steps to do that successfully exactly yep so it's like okay now we have this this belief system this structure now what so we go forward with a five-fold vision five-fold method of proclaim invest plant resource and prayer I wish they were all P words. That would have been really catchy. Proclaim, invest, <laughs> plant, <laughs> pre-source, pray. <laughs> uh, 
That sounds like I really have a bad speech. That was really awesome. I was not expecting that. Pinvest. Pinvest. Presource. You could probably get away with presource as you're you're resourcing them prior. Oh, that's one. That's the funniest thing I've heard this morning. All right. Day in, day night. So. So those are the steps that I need to take. Yeah, it's Can like where the where the pillars and the core values come together in okay. outward action. Those are like that's taking action on yep. all that. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's to to flesh out our inward belief, and yeah. So I mean, they're kind of self-explanatory. We, we go in depth on them, but yeah, proclaim, invest, plant, resource, and prayer. Then Dakota, here's the why. Okay. Because there's here here kind of goes full circle. It's all for the glory of god mm-hmm. that's the, the the goal of anything of your life of my if your life, ministry life. isn't focused on that it's you're yeah. doing something wrong yeah and especially like because a lot of ministries start getting they lose that focus of mm-hmm. god's glory which sounds bad which it is but you don't realize it's happening sure because you start to become so focused on programs yep. rather than people yeah it's all or about results people. or results or numbers or or how's our facebook engagement yeah. you know things like that so God's glory is number one. The motive is God's love. Mm-hmm. The vision is people. And the strategy is in teams. Wow. So that's kind of the rough, fresh, rough, fresh, rough, f- freshed out. What am I looking for? Freshed out. Freshed. <laughs> so that was the why. Can you give me some examples of how? Like. Uh, yes. Like, tell me what TFL is doing on, like, a weekly or monthly or yearly basis that's, like, m- making ministry happen. All of it happens in the Crosschoke Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so the Crosschoke Podcast is, of course, answering this in a lot of ways with the apostolic function. Mm-hmm. We are going where we aren't, you know, because... We need to embrace the fact that we are locally limited in ministry. Mm-hmm. You, you and I are in Butte. Specifically, today you're at work. I'm heading to work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's our place of ministry. Yeah. Now, the digital side of ministry, you cannot rely on too much, but it has a very big function in our culture today. Yeah, it has the potential to be great. Too. Yes, exactly. And so that's kind of part of answering this call is this idea of us reaching people yeah. digitally and of course fighters i mean whoever else is out there that wants to listen to our podcast mm-hmm. whoever is silly enough to care about us so so under so that umbrella yeah we have cross choke yep and cross what choke. else is under that umbrella? um imperial bjj okay is part of that that's a real local ministry tfl really involved in business we created yeah uh, but again not to where it's over the top because it is a secular gym yep. in our culture, and I don't want it to be a church gym. Yeah. You know, but TFL has a great presence there, reaching people that come there. Also, then, so talking about our, our local sphere, and then a small group here as well. Okay. So we have our, our TFL small group, which goes on semester base. The next semester's roughly about to start in the next couple of weeks at the end of March, I believe. Okay. So that'll be about a six-week small group Bible study with under the name of TFL. Anybody's welcome to come to it. We'll have more info on it later. Then as we go into the next sphere is um, the AIM trips. So the TFL AIM is another ministry under TFL, which is Agape International Ministries, which is to take the love of God beyond 
where we are. I like it. So with that, on our TFL AIM trips, is we go to Plains, Montana, a lot of the time. That's kind of where our relationship with Plains has come in. Uh, because we what help. if I don't know how to fly a plane? <laughs> it's a big plane ministry. <laughs> we help people travel. <laughs> Stewardess Zach at your service. Yep, yep. Get Alex up there. <laughs> Put your gloves on. <laughs> so we, uh, under that sphere of ministry, because what I, what I want, it's a difference between where we are and where we could be. Okay. And the whole reason behind all of this you know, talking about the structure, memo of understanding, how we how we do ministry is a structure for growth. And that was kind of how I am always trying to refine it to grow to where I want it to be because that's the difference between where it is. So, but these AIM trips, um, we've gone to Plains. Um, I've tried to go to a couple other places, but it never quite worked out, mm. you know, helping out with um, like human trafficking with some of the guys that do that, um, see if we could be a help with whatever that looks like because I want to partner with ministries that that are doing something that I believe in too. You know, of course I believe in a lot of things, but mm-hmm. and there's a lot of good things, but it's like, okay, where can my resources best be spent? And then um, with Provision International, I've set up some things there as well and then have might have some other ideas with India as well that we've talked about this year actually. That's awesome. So that's one of the spheres of ministry on how we answer this idea of fighting the good fight. And then we've also done outreaches with uh, different local churches or churches abroad. We've even gone to Idaho a couple times and set up like a cage. And uh, we like fight each other and share the gospel. (laughs) Uh, So that's been pretty cool. And It's super cool. You did that at our youth group. Right, right, yeah. So that's kind of been fun. And we've we've gotten better about making them kind of like a production. Is that part of the aim? Yeah, I I would say it's uh, under that sphere, you know, in that sphere, I'd say. I don't really remember where that is. But, yeah, it's one of the avenues of ministry. <laughs> and then along with that is the chaplaincy uh, ministry that is just kind of starting mm-hmm. um, in, a, in an official base, like uh, as a chaplain, you know. So that is at where I would be on site at fight events um, in, a, in a professional uh, manner like being a guy that's there as a chaplain, ready to help people and minister to people. So that's one of the other spheres. And then, of course, our website with our blog, things like that, that comes kind of back into the digital side of things. Mm -hmm. And then that's kind of where it is right now, Um, as well as like some coaching and Mm one-on-one ministry, things like that. But it really is more local than not right now. And so the goal, um, there's Chi Alpha Ministries, which is towards – um, campuses. Yeah. So kind of campuses. if I was a, yeah, yeah, that's, that's all over campuses. You know, they're like clubs on, on, uh, universities mm-hmm. and there's, they're under this umbrella, but they ha- each function kind of independently at whatever campus they're at. Right. So what I would like TFL to be is like what Chi Alpha is to campuses have TFL be to fight academies or Gosh, martial arts or academies. Gyms. You know, it was like kind of this this church planting movement amongst the unreached people of combat sports or martial arts. That'd be awesome. That's like the overarching ministerial vision, you know. So with that would be this idea of developing other team leaders under this TFL umbrella who say, hey, man, I love Jesus. I love jujitsu. I love Jesus. I love fighting. Mm-hmm. And 
let's make disciples together. Come on. You know, let's be part of this TFL team. So that is kind of the long-term mm-hmm. um, dream. There's also, like, this dream of, like, having TFL be – have some sort of discipleship schooling program in which we could train people to be Christ ambassadors, whether that's here or abroad. Mm-hmm. You know, some kind of um, commissioning thing. Uh, yeah, that kind of idea. Of course, keep the podcast growing into into more and more audiences. I had a thought. Yeah, and we talked about this a little bit before, but chaplaincy and uh, ministry to esports. Oh, dude, right? Yeah, that would be sick too. And I think that would fit under the the TFL umbrella too. Yeah, because you want to talk about fighting and uh, right. mental endurance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it might sound funny to a lot of our listeners, but like esports is huge. No, dude, es- esports and when we is say like really big. We mean like gaming mm-hmm. and like competitions. Yeah, yeah, with like you know like these Fortnite competitions, Twitch streaming. I mean, it's a gaming is a huge industry. Mm-hmm. It's an absolutely gigantic industry. And from what I understand, there's like not a lot of ministry happening anybody. with that kind of yeah you know demographic. And so yeah, Dakota and I have mentioned before. It's like, dude, how cool would it be to have like in the esport realm, yeah. TFL esports. So like, or go to go to like um, the Rainbow Convention in yeah. Las Vegas, and like, just be an avenue to minister to people. Dude, yeah, like a chaplain at those events. You know what I mean? Just something, like some form of yeah. ministry to gamers in who are who like to fight in that idea of mm-hmm. esports, competitive gaming. Like, so if you're out there. And have ideas about that. Yeah. Let us know. Shoot us because we're interested. <laughs> yeah, like for real. Like that'd be awesome. So yeah, I mean that's. I mean I'm sure I'm missing some stuff, but that's kind of an overview. That's cool. Just to duplicate, go forward with the church, reach lost people. That's the end game. You know, what I mean, reach yep. lost people. And, and the cool thing it. is, it was like you're saying earlier, TFL isn't just for fighters. Mm-hmm. It's just based out of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I'm a. I feel like I'm a. I play at least a small role oh, in man. TFL. You play a large role. And, yeah. Well, I feel like it's a small role, but <laughs> but just being a you know, it's comes back to that uh like just being there, just the presence. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know a whole bunch about fighting or anything like that, but I can pray with some people. Right. I can I can uh, be there for them and support them. I can babysit while a fighter has to go fight or <laughs> be in the corner. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, but that's ministry. Yeah. Loving people. Loving people. And I, I don't like to – it's easy for me to get lost in structure and in vision and in, like, mm-hmm. strategic planning. Like, I absolutely – like, I love that, dude. Like, I could just me. sit down and <laughs> – I know. <laughs> it's where we're very different. <laughs> you know, but I, I love to know why. I love to know how. And you, and you and I went to lunch the other day and just was kind of sharing, like, man, this is, life has been so busy this season. This mm-hmm. rhythm of life has been less than ideal. And I've kind of gotten – lost in a fog i feel in like the last month with just direction and vision and i'm like man i hate that mm. so I'll, you'll be happy to know that over the last like three days i've spent a lot of time like cl- receiving clarity and awesome. that kind of idea but anyways i could get lost and obsessed with strategic planning yeah. and you're like bro life's good bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah just let's just go with the flow like slow down are you are you gonna finish your noodles <laughs> That is pretty much how that, that lunch went. <laughs> and baby Nora throwing 
oh, countless yeah. food on the ground. I can't believe you kept feeding her as much as you did. Dude, she was hungry. Yeah, you're just like... You don't know how much she eats, man. And she's like... And then all of a sudden they're gone. And like I said, <laughs> one of those little melts is like a quarter of a calorie. So it's like, what am I really feeding? It's just like air. Air in the form of styrofoam. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, Dakota, that's a cross choke for you. Yeah. That was good. That was good. Uh, I think I really think we should evaluate and make pillars for our listeners to yeah. uh, focus on. But, you know, for right now, I mean, just uh, hopefully these uh, attributes, core values, and pillars that we spoke about um, in ministries will help you uh, continue the good fight, mm-hmm. continue fighting the good fight uh, in whatever it looks like for you, uh, whether it's um, just going to work and fighting the good fight or or being a stay-at-home mom and fighting the good fight, Mm -hmm. uh, because that is a tough job. Yeah, yeah. Um, But whatever it looks like for you, and and maybe you feel um, called uh, to start a ministry, and uh, now you have some ways to do that without just copying a (laughs) cookie-cutter format. (laughs) But make your own core values. What do you stand for and believe on? Um, Definitely make uh, (laughs) giving glory to God number one priority. Yes, start there. (laughs) There you go. You could could copy that one. Yeah. For sure. Walkout song of the week. And his name is John C. All right, so uh, this podcast episode's walkout song is John Jones by Ryan Vetter and Eric Heeren. Um, I saw this on this playlist I follow on Spotify. If you're on Spotify and you like Christian hip-hop, follow CHH Caviar. They are updating it weekly with uh, the newest hip-hop, and I came across a song called John Jones. Uh, Zach, tell tell our listeners who John Jones is. John Jones is the worst fighter in UFC history. <laughs> <laughs> Why does everyone know his name? <laughs> oh, yeah, John Jones. If you don't know who John Jones is, you're living under a rock. I mean, but, so, like, I know his name, mm-hmm. but I don't know, like, who he is, essentially. Yeah, he's just an absolute gifted fighter. He's a unit. He's an absolute unit. <laughs> but uh, he just basically makes everyone that he fights look like a little child. I think he lost his last fight, technically. Oh, really? A lot of people do. It went to decision. It was, I mean, any, okay, so anytime it goes to decision, and if you're fighting the guy who holds the belt, the odds he are against wins. you, anyways. Because you gotta, in my opinion, if you gotta take that belt. Sure. You, know, you have to make an absolute unanimous decision if you're if you're in there otherwise you're gonna lose the decision to the guy that holds the belt every time so people don't get too upset about it because he didn't take it you know sure but john jones has had a past of kind of being up and down with his character as well because he like you know got busted for drugs and then steroids and then like did a hit and run on some lady and Yeah, yeah, it was kind of kind of bad. So a great guy to have a Christian hip hop song. <laughs> but <too. laughs> his dad is like a pastor, and he has Philippians four thirteen tattooed on his chest. As all men should. As all men should. And, you know, I could do all things through a verse taken out of context. But anyway, so there's like some spiritual background, but I don't like it because it almost doesn't help. Okay. You know what I mean? Because if you're like a, if you want to put on this facade of a Christian. Yeah. But you're not living that life. Yeah. Just stop. You're yeah. not helping anything. Yeah. You know. So. But you know what does help? This song, John Jones. <laughs> <laughs> this song will get you, you love in this the song. Right. It's so awesome. Yeah, you, you know, really like this song. There's some sick bells in there. I'm. 
I'm a sucker ding, for bells. Ding, ding. Not like that, but like ding ding, you know, like yeah. in a yeah, fight. Yeah. And I love putting fight. those in our songs. Mm-hmm. And uh, so like this song would be a sick walkout song. It would definitely represent you and Christ well. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you want to use this for uh, for your fight song, go right ahead. And here's a little listen. Dave Camarillo Seminars. Uh, I'm actually really happy that we have a little Neck of the Woods segment with legit Neck of the Woods stuff. Dave Camarillo is a prodigy of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Amazing Judo practitioner. Does a great job with bringing Judo and Jiu-Jitsu together. Um, If I recall correctly, he was at AKA... Um, uh, American Kickboxing Academy, mm. Silly or something like that. I don't quite rem- recall that, but all around a great competitor, amazing, amazing practitioner um, and uh, pioneering person for the sport. But anyhow, so here's just a little lineage for you: is is Dave Camarillo? I believe got his black belt under health Gracie. I think I don't quite know that step, but my instructor, Mike Imperial. Got his black belt under this guy named Mike Prudencio, which is down in Santa Cruz at One World. Now, Mike Prudencio got his black belt under this guy, Dave Camarillo. Oh, cool. So it's like a direct lineage right to us. Have you been to this guy's seminars before? No, no. Oh, so this no, is I've never like been. huge. Yeah, this is, this is pretty exciting. Guys. And we're quite jealous, really, because we wanted to be the first ones to bring him to Montana. But Billings and Helena both are bringing him that's There's, awesome <laughs> so it's pretty cool so originally it was going to be in billings march 13th um from six to nine at grindhouse so Is we were st patrick's day um no i think st patrick's day is like on a tuesday oh okay. that's a friday when is st patrick's day let me pull up the old calendar no march 17th is st patrick's day oh okay but anyhow march 13th if you're over there in the billings area uh grindhouse is hosting a seminar with dave uh, six to nine, um, just enter Grindhouse on Facebook and you can get the information. But then we found out that the Helena BJJ guys are bringing him to Helena on Saturday the next day. Oh, cool. So we were like, oh, scratch that. We'll just go to Helena. So oh, I kind of felt bad. I kind of thought you were going to go to both. We, that'd be cool, but nah. That'd I, be a lot. Too. That would, because I'd have to miss two shifts also. But um, I kind of feel bad for the Grindhouse guys because I feel like this kind of took the wind out of their uh, <laughs> attendance. They're expecting you. Yeah, yeah. Come. But Billings is just so far and away. And I think you can have a lot more people from your gym come to the Helena one. Since oh, it's dude. So close. Yeah, too. we have a lot more people are going to come. And we and we could actually push it better. You know, That's like cool. going to Billings, you'd have, we'd have to stay overnight because it doesn't I get over till nine. I hate to drive to Billings, man. Yeah. Especially once you just get past Bozeman. I mean, it's just a, just a waste of Montana. I'm sorry, I'm Eastern kidding. Montana, but... <laughs> I think we should split the state into two halves. I, 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 it already is. <laughs> Our state is too big. Yeah, it's a huge state, man. Uh, Helena Seminar, March 14th, noon to 3 at Capitol High School. Helena BJJ is hosting the event. So if you would like to get 
in on that, um, or there are early registration fees for both of these seminars, but you can come the day of. It's just going to be a little bit more expensive. So there's your neck of the woods. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, Jesus Christ. All right, verse of this episode is First Thessalonians. I love saying this. First Thessalonians, born and raised in the Bibles, where I spend most of my days. Whoa. You like that? Where did that come from? I made that up like a couple years ago. Oh, dude, that was just nice. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to find a beat to start with like. That's the <laughs> Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I've never seen an episode of that. What? I've only caught parts of it. Okay, last night we were gaming and we said, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. That, oh, that's no idea from... what that meant. What? There's a lot of times I don't know what you're mean. <laughs> <laughs> and I just kind of like... You play it so well. I'm like, all right, yeah. Anyways, little man, that went off topic quick. All right, let's uh, reel it back in here, yeah, huh? Yeah. Come on, got me a morning! Yeah! All right, First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Always be joyful, never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances, for it is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Thanks for reading over my typo there. For is is God's. <laughs> <laughs> Book of the week. Hey, when you look into it, you got to look into it. Look uh, into it. I'm when you look into, into it. it. If by Mark Batterson, it's a great book. <laughs> 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 Highly recommend it. It's easy to read. Mark Batterson's a great author. Uh, this book's been out for a while. Pretty popular in the Christian realm of books. Uh, but it goes through this idea of if only regrets for as if possibilities and what if this is true, you know, mm. kind of idea. Like if only I would have done this in my life. Okay. Well, let's live as if I'm forgiven. What if I am forgiven, you know, mm. kind of follows that format a little bit, but, and then kind of another part of the book is no ifs, ands or buts about it. You know, like you are forgiven, you are saved. Life is good. Um, but in his book, he basically goes through the whole chapter of Romans eight and speaking of TFL small group mm-hmm. is we went through this book um, as part of one of our small groups one time. So if Mark Batterson, good book. I love it. <laughs> Dakota, it's been a pleasure making this episode with you. Oh, I love recording this podcast, Zach. It's a, it's great. This I, one was pretty fun. Yeah. Having like kind of no real agenda. Right. And uh, please let us know um, what you thought about this episode um, if you hated it, even if you didn't like it, please let us know so we can uh, make better content for you guys. Oh, and be sure to let us know also about if we post every week half an episode yes, or once every two weeks. We'd really appreciate your feedback. Please do. Other than that, we'll catch you next time. Next time. Thank you so much for listening to season two of Cross Choke. It was a blast creating this episode, and we hope you enjoyed listening. Submit any fun questions, inquisitive comments, serious requests, or hilarious stories to tflministries.com slash podcast. Feel free to follow Zach at Andobut and myself at South Friday. Have an amazing day, and join us next time on Cross Choke. So anyhow, uh, anyhow. <laughs>
want me to whisper it? Cross joke. <laughs> <laughs> that was just kind of creepy. <laughs>